0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of Science, Solutions, and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. The title of this episode of my podcast is Hysteresis and Vibrating Fish. Now, maybe just the title caught your interest, but there are some interesting things. If you are involved in mechanical engineering or engineering of the sort, this will be very well-known information for you, except for the vibrating fish part. I want to talk about energy and I made a post recently about us all just being energy and so I was reading more about energy, specifically uh, fish proteins, Um, fish proteins that actually put off a vibration. So that's what actually prevents these fish from freezing is this vibration coming from this protein in their blood. Uh, We are all just energy and the scientific proof of this really fascinates me. So in researching this I came across this word hysteresis and I want you to think of hysteresis as I go through some, some definitions here as the threshold where nothing happens. The physics definition of hysteresis is a retardation of an effect when the forces acting upon a body are changed, as if from the viscosity or internal friction. So I don't think that really says much. I'll repeat it again. A re- his- the definition in physics of hysteresis is a retardation of an effect when the forces acting upon a body are changed as if from viscosity or internal friction. So the example that the book that I was reading gives is, all manometer must be tested for hysteresis, as well as for sensitivity and natural frequency. Um, On a side note, look up what a manometer is sometime. It's kind of fascinating. I might have to do a whole video on that, but... In physics, this hysteresis is especially a lagging in the values of resulting magnetization in a magnetic material such as iron due to a changing magnetizing force. Um, so the actual word hysteresis comes from the Greek, um, and it, the Greek for shortcoming. Again, just think of this as a threshold where nothing happens. I asked my brother since I noticed that this was a physics term. My brother, who's a mechanical engineer, he's actually a mechanical engineer with an emphasis in fluid dynamics. Yeah, nerd alert. Um, he's not really a nerd. I, somebody asked me that question the other day, actually. So I wouldn't say he's a nerd. He's a very smart, but he's also very grounded. Um, anyways, when I asked him about hysteresis, he said that it is present in almost any mechanical system, um, which I think is really interesting. And you can go to YouTube and type in hysteresis and you'll see, uh, all kinds of examples. I watched one video with, um, electrical engineer and the favorite example that he gave me, or I saw there, was the thermostat in your house. So the thermostat in your house has hysteresis built in. When you set the temp, say, to cool at 70, your thermostat isn't gonna kick in, you know, maybe till 72, so it's gonna wait to start to cool. If your thermostat truly tried to maintain 70 degrees, it would go on and off every 30 seconds, and that would get annoying. So that's an example of hysteresis being built in. Again, the threshold where nothing happens. Um, Back to antifreeze fish proteins. The original reason I began researching fish and this antifreeze protein is my coworker mentioned a protein in Arctic fish that keeps them from freezing. Well, I insisted he was wrong and that it was the omegas that keep fish from feeding so the longer chain fatty acids that keep fish fluid and not frozen in cold water if you think about putting you know fish oil or something with longer chains in the freezer and it doesn't freeze at least all the way or it takes a while um that could be a whole podcast in itself talking about why longer chains take longer to freeze anyway Upon further research, my co-worker was right. It was actually an antifreeze protein that's found in certain fish that prevents them from freezing. Um, when I looked into the mechanism that causes the fish or allows them, to, the blood of the fish not to freeze, it was a, actually a protein that puts off a frequency, so it puts off a vibration. That's why this podcast is titled "Vibrating Fish." Um, this frequency that this this protein puts out doesn't let the things that it touch touches, freezes. So yeah, I actually said vibration, frequency. This fish protein actually has a frequency it emits. Um, So what does that have to do with hysteresis? Um, Thermal hysteresis is the separation of the melting and freezing temperature. So the temperature of the ice is referred to as the hysteresis, or excuse me, the temperature of ice growth is referred to as the hysteresis freezing point. Now, because of the salt in the ocean, um, it makes it so that seawater doesn't freeze until about negative 1.9 degrees Celsius. Normal freezing temperatures are about zero degrees Celsius. That's why it's zero. These antifreeze glycoproteins make it so that Arctic fish don't freeze until 2.5 degrees Celsius. So while the water around them could technically be frozen, the fish won't freeze. So again, I know this is a deep subject. Just remember that hysteresis is the threshold where nothing happens. Fish can have a frequency and that we're all just energy. If you want some links to hysteresis and to the fish protein research, I'm going to post them at my blog on sprinkles.com. That's sssprinkles.com. Again, graphs and supporting articles. Remember that you should learn something every day. And this has been episode 16, Hysteresis and Vibrating Fish, Science Solutions and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. When you go to the website, you'll see links to social media too.